Watch it in One Piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. It's me, I'm Jory. We're we're watching One Piece. It doesn't mean anything to you guys, because as far as you, you know, uh, it's just been the two weeks since the last episode. But for us, it's been a little bit longer, because the world is awful. I'm joined by Joe, who uh, I have a question for. Oh, shit. What's the question? <laughs> Would you chug jug with Doflamingo? <laughs> Would I chug jug with Doflamingo? I mean... Dress Rosa number one, we about to get down. Yeah, I mean, that is what's happening in these episodes, I suppose. What if Dress Rosa was Fortnite? Is a great is a great question that Oda answered before Fortnite existed. Hold on, well, let's see here. No, because I think, I think uh, this predates even PUBG. Okay. Which okay, I was gonna say because there's Fortnite. Only nineties kids remember. Only nineties kids remember PUBG. Because there's Fortnite Save the World and then Fortnite Battle Royale. Um, oh, it looks wait, like there's, Fortnite... a, there's a proto Fortnite. So Fortnite didn't start out as a battle royale game. It started as like a sur- kind of survival craft zombie game. Oh, so days they copied Daisy and then they copied PUBG. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's so funny. Fortnite was first revealed in 2011. Damn, but Damn, the game cool. didn't officially come out until. At least as Fortnite saved the world in 2017. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, PUBG, I feel like, was uh, 2017 as well. Because I think it wasn't the story that PUBG devs, what are they called, Blue Hole or some shit? Um, they were using stuff that Epic made, and then Epic was like, we're just going to use this now. And then Fortnite destroyed whatever PUBG had. And then PUBG was originally a mod for Arma 2. <laughs> yeah, God, I forgot. So about was that. Daisy. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to ask. Wasn't Daisy? Man, I used to care about video games. That's crazy. <laughs> Flashing uh, back to when I watched this the first time, <laughs> which is, I guess, 2016, 2017. Yes, we'll chug jug with Doflamingo, certainly. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Great joke. <laughs> Congratulations. I, what was I thinking? I had a, something in mind. Maybe it'll come back to me now. Uh, hi, everybody. We're back to Dress Rosa. Oh, now I remembered my joke. Um, we were supposed to record, but you crossed out 3D and you wrote 2Y on your arm. That's it. <laughs> there we go. Because uh, I guess it's been, what, three... People, people who listen to our uh, commentary on uh, Patreon already know that we had like a series of things that delayed our recording by like three weeks. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to remember anything in these episodes because I watched them before we were supposed to record the first time three weeks ago. Uh, but we're covering 673... To 681, in which Dressrose is kind of just like, changed my mind. It's not like this anymore. Now it's like this. <laughs> it was too complicated and annoying before, so we're fixing it. Which is kind of my take on it. Um, on my the second half of Dressrose, I was just like, "Fuck this! I'm streamlining it." Um, but we have a little bit of uh, a little bit of stuff that happens before we get to the exact thing that I'm referencing, which is also why I've been like, yeah, you know, the toys have to get fixed before anything else can happen because yeah, I, I guess, I'm, I guess, especially once Robin becomes a toy, you kind of yeah. have to. Uh, it's so, I, I, I have some I'm, bullshit. That feels like some bullshit how that happened. That just feels like it does. Uh, I don't know. It, it answers some questions about how her, her power works. Um, it still kind feels of, yeah. uh, some, like some bullshit, like how both their powers work. It just feels like, Oh, we gotta add a little more stakes to sugar, I guess. Even though there yeah. weren't enough already, we gotta add more. It, sugar has all the stakes at this point. Yeah. Because the, the, the narrative requires it. 
Does that happen in this chunk, or did that happen last time? Uh, I think Robin, Robin. Turn, turn, turns in his way, like, right away, like, the first episode. Okay. Yeah, because I remember watching that and just thinking, it's it's such a, and maybe we had this discussion on a previous episode, I don't remember, because it's been 500 years. Uh, it's such a strange effect of you instantly forget about whoever was the toy, because it requi- it it re- it forces the narrative to have no time to breathe when something that should be devastating happens. Everyone instantly moves on because they have no trauma to reflect on. Yeah. It's a very bizarre viewing experience. For, for one if, piece of thing that's usually very heavy-handed with its trauma. Imagine if this is me being mean, but like if Luffy's like running away in Marineford with his brother and his bro- turns around and sees his brother gets turned into a toy and he's just like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I here? Yeah, yeah, it's like, how did I get here? Well, I guess I'm fighting the Marines. I'm escaping. Yeah. That, yeah, like that, yeah, that's, and then he just keeps running. The, the, the episode stops and he reflects on something lost. He just keeps running, which is what happens to Usopp in a minute when, yes, uh, I'm now skimming my notes. Like, Robin turns into a toy in this first episode. Because, uh, uh, you know, there's just so much around, like, and they, they didn't really give Usopp enough time to be like, to make it feel like it impacted him. It just turned Robin to be like, ah, oh, fuck, Usopp needs to, needs to win now so I can go yeah. back. It's, it's not it, like anything he, else there's was nothing, around. <laughs> there's nothing for, because the, the mechanics require him to lose his memory of Robin. He just has to go with the plan. There is no, there is no moment. There is no moment. He, he knows to still go with the plan, but if he could remember Robin, he'd be like, oh shit, I really need to now, but he doesn't. It's so weird. It's so strange. But it, I guess it, it goes by pretty quickly because we're also going to see Usopp succeed, um, <laughs> which even though I'm like complaining about a lot of this Usopp stuff as it's kind of weird and I'm like, why is he not rooting for everyone? It's like I thought he was he had dealt with his bravery stuff and now he's being set back. I, you know, I was thinking about that when I was watching these chunks and it's not a good narrative reason because it's just like, how do we just keep these characters the same? It's like. Well, these guys are so insanely strong that Usopp is scared of them. If they yeah, were it's like, really just that he's scared of Doflamingo, who's not here. Yeah. Because they keep saying, we're, we're going to fight Doflamingo. And then Treble's really strong, too. But he's he just, didn't yeah, really seem scared of anyone in Fishmane Island. No, because Fishmane Island is, like, underwritten yeah. for everybody. And the, the whole point of Fishmane Island is everyone is seeing how strong everyone's gotten. And yeah. Punk Hazard's very normal, middle of the road in terms of those kind of stakes. It's really just about Luffy uh, and, and, and Law and how strong they are and their struggles. And then Dressrosa is trying to do the Alabaster thing and where everyone's on their back heel. But it's very, it just feel because of all the things we've gone through with Usopp and also the pacing of Dressrosa is another big problem. It, it just feels very strange where he's like suddenly not the character we thought he was like because they're trying to to get him an, get him another build up bravery moment and and I think I don't remember what episode number it is we'll get to it when we get to it here soon but Usopp it takes him like a whole fucking episode where he's just like I'm running away yeah. because Dressrosa just takes an, an episode to do any plot beat <laughs> that being said I it's been it's been 3 weeks since I've watched these so uh but I I do remember when I was watching them once every once the toy problem is solved, which happens about halfway through this, I guess, I really feel like things kind of start paying off like a slot machine once things are moving again. As much as I complain about all the buildup and how slow it goes, I don't know if you feel the same way. 
but I found myself really enjoying the last couple episodes of this on the oh, rewatch. Oh, yeah, it, it feels... Uh... Alive uh, again. <laughs> shit's happening. Yeah. So uh we'll we'll see how long that lasts. Uh until the pacing kneecaps it again. But six seventy-three. My my recollection of this will be spotty, so let's see how good my notes were. But Kiros, he is he is still the toy soldier, of course. And he's fighting Gladius, who is the guy who blows up. They don't fight very long, I don't think. No. Oh, because Luffy, Luffy shows up. Luffy shows up, and then Gladius sees Viola and is like, what the fuck? And then he blows up his head, and then they run away. <laughs> do you think it's like a, do you think it's an euphemism for nut? Do you think he nuts every time that happens? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's his, the only way he is capable of, like, achieving climax. <laughs> I believe that for sure. I 100% believe that. I, you know... He's he's really missing a chance on having like tree nut themed gear, and then he like busts a nut, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I completely <time>. agree. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, old like an older uh, my brother, my brother and me episode where they someone said a question is like my teacher says bust a nut instead of bust a gut when they find something funny. What do we do? And all of them are just like, <laughs> don't do anything. That's incredible. Don't do anything. We, don't ruin that. Don't ruin this perfect person. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely revel in those moments. Um, I think Gladius should say bust a nut every time he, <laughs> his head blows up. He he has a very, like, uh, early, I think his, like, the way he acts and stuff feels kind of early One Piece. Yes, we were saying me. this about Giola, too. In, mo- like, in both episodes Giola was in, we had the same conversation of this feels like Alabasta stuff. Yeah, because um, she, she definitely just looks like the mole lady. Like, she definitely just looks yes. like the mole lady, but she's art lady. But a guy who gets so mad he causes, like, his hair to grow and, like, stuff to explode, like, that just seems like an early One Piece Yes, there's the guy who flicks his boogers that explodes, and it does feel <laughs> reminiscent of that in terms of just like a very simple idea. But this guy has yeah. more lines. He's also very stupid. Yes, the Don Quixote family really feels like just hobbled together of designs that don't really fit together in in a way that probably is meant to either intentionally mirror Baroque works or intentionally mirror the Straw Hats. I think the Straw Hats look like they fit together really well. It doesn't have the my problem with Hunter Hunter, where I'm like, this is four <laughs> shows ca- main character I'm looking at, and a clown, and a clown it's, is here. The bad guy's a clown. It's not like uh, the little bit of Torico where it's like these characters feel like a parody of Shonen. Absolutely, like yeah. No, like Gladius, that's what I got from <laughs> Torico. Yeah, the, the 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 two crossovers we've seen of that now on the Patreon. Three. Uh, gla- yeah. Oh God! Yeah, you're right. Gl- yeah, Gladius feels in that type of that type of design, and I'm I you know I've blocked out uh, a lot of the the final fights of how all this kind of goes. I remember a couple. I really just remember what Bart does in the end, but because there's just too many final fights in this because of how yeah. many fucking people are in the Don Quixote family. Yeah, and uh, because Oda wanted to involve so many people, he fucking ships out Sanji and a bunch of other people. Uh, but anyways. He just feels like such a third string guy. I instantly forget about him when he's not on screen. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's going to have to be beaten. There's going to be a whole two episodes to this, I guess. Yeah. And it keeps not happening because he keeps <laughs> he keeps showing up and not doing anything. Like he well, fights heroes here for a second. <laughs> the, the thing with this, too, is this very clear, especially what happens like the last bit of the last episode. That's just, and it definitely feels like Doflingo's like. You guys are you guys are like high up in my crew. You can't be beat yet. We gotta have you guys gotta be beat at a different yes. point later. <laughs> yes, there's Jess Rosa has so many ideas, and even if I like a lot of the execution in a vacuum, 
I get so tired when they're all stuck <laughs> together. And there's there's one thing particularly that we'll get to in, I think, maybe a month or so now. But may- people in the Discord probably know what I'm talking about because I always mention the one thing when I talk about Dressrosa's pacing. And you'll know it when you get to it as well. Um, but anyways, yeah, Gladius fights for like two seconds. Luffy shows up, saves Kuros. Viola is there. Viola thanks the toy, I believe, for taking care of Rebecca, which... Now we know who the toy soldier is is very sad. Um, a sad plot beat that Viola does not remember who this man is. It's her brother uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and the father of Rebecca. But uh, yeah, I guess Gladius hits Viola and Luffy has to carry her as well. They're heading upwards, I guess, to law. I think they're trying to get to law, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they just kind of like chill outside listening to Doflamingo for a while. For a while. Yeah, the the plot has to sit and, and stall a little bit longer. Uh, here's a very important thing from <laughs> that. It was ba- one of the cliffhangers from last time is that Kinemon had disguised himself as uh, Doflamingo. Yeah, very well. He definitely very looked well. like Doflamingo and not like Kinemon cosplaying Doflamingo. <laughs> well, it fools Gladius is the thing. Gladius sees him as like, yeah, sure that's what my guy, that's what he that's what he normally looks like, which makes me think Gladius either can't see very well, is an idiot, as you said a second ago, <laughs> or uh, maybe just doesn't see Doflamingo very often. Like, how often is do they have like weekly group meetings or something? I don't know the you lore. Know, probably not. Probably not actually. No, because Gladius isn't the leader of whatever dumb faction he's in. the 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 weirdos is led by uh, uh not I don't remember Pika because I think uh, or... maybe Pika. Because it's like Buffalo Baby 5 and Gladius are led by somebody. Oh, but it's yeah. not Treble. Because Treble has specific power users, I think. But yeah. and Because he has sugar. But anyways, I don't remember. Uh, someone will correct us if it matters. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, Kinamingo, which is what I wrote in my notes. He's just like, hey, uh, I'm looking for Kanjuro. Uh, tell me where he is. And apparently he's gone missing, which is funny. <laughs> Which I think, I think at one point, maybe Kinemon's like, oh, I hope he's not a toy, but he remembers him. So that can't be it. Yeah. It'd be very funny if Kinemon was, or if Kanjiro was just turned into a toy, so Kinemon was focused on another plot for 20 episodes and, like, fought alongside everybody. But instead, he is focused on Kanjiro for, <laughs> and just off screen running around in circles the whole time. But yeah, so we, we, we talked about uh, already Luffy just kind of listening to Doflamingo for a long time. Viola explains that Luffy can't fight yet. I don't, I think she says, is it because of the toy plan? Is that why she's making him hold off? Pretty much that they have to wait for Usopp to succeed with the plan. And uh, I think I wrote this a couple, like in the next episode. Yes, and, and 674, I wrote, Luffy believes in Usopp for some reason that I can't place. Um, because we've been watching Usopp this whole time. <laughs> I think Luffy knows that even if it's by accident, you know, even if he Is does not intentionally funny? do it on purpose, Luffy will, will know that Usopp will succeed. I mean, they're the main characters of the show. They usually yeah. succeed. <laughs> um, that's also like another thing with the Usopp. Is I'm like, how much of this is supposed to be funny? Because I, I actually like the punchline of what happens with Usopp at the end of this, but... I, I, I think... I think I don't think we're supposed to be laughing at him, like, running away. Um, I think the payoff is is supposed to be... The payoff feels was, intentionally funny. The, the payoff, I think, is supposed to also play off the fact that Usopp didn't want to, like, try. <laughs> Maybe. It's a very weird pitch, and I like... I kind of like where it sticks the landing, even if all of the run-up I don't like. Yeah. But, yeah, so inside that room... Uh, Luffy and, and Viola and Kiros are now listening to Doflamingo grill uh, Law uh, about the, the plan 
the sugar plan, which Law knows fucking nothing about. Yeah. <laughs> he literally, he just, he just came here to hand off Caesar while people looked for a factory, and an entire fucking arc has been happening behind his back. <laughs> and as far as, and as far as he knows, he's told everyone to fuck off and leave him here. Like, <laughs> yeah, no one listens. Uh, him, him going the alliance was over was not like trickery to Doflamingo. It was I don't want the rubber boy to die because of my plan. They need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. No, Luffy's Luffy's attached at this point. <laughs> he's 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 invested. So where is oh so Leo? Now we're back down to the port area. Leo, the Tentata, the main character of the Tentata tribe. Uh, he's not dead yet. Give it give it time. But he he. <laughs> They continue to keep going for this fucking grape. Like, that's the thing that they're after. Which is still funny to me that that's their only strategy, just to throw a grape in her mouth. You think they would try something else? Yeah. Again, I I think the payoff is funny. It's just absurd. Or, you know, there may, there, there could be someone. I don't know. Maybe if only Soga King was there, he shot that flag down? What if that's Soga King too, is I, could I'm always like, why shoot does he... the grape into her mouth? That's the thing that never happens and blows my mind. <laughs> Like not but even anyways. like a try. That's no, because <laughs> you think at least Treble would like catch it and knock it out and show his power. Maybe that's what we're supposed to assume is why Usopp doesn't do it. But also Usopp's just running away the whole time, so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Treble blows up Leo again. Usopp's just watching. Robin decides to use her power in a way that makes perfect sense. And I'm like, why didn't you do this sooner? My aunt's immediately answered is because she gets turned into a toy. But what she does, she makes a, a hand appear on Sugar to give her the grape. And she immediately gets tapped and turned into a toy. Yeah. A fucking raggedy, raggedy Ann doll. This feels like bullshit. I feel like her I new agree. arms shouldn't count for that. <laughs> this is where the Dungeons and Dragons campaign, I would argue. I don't normally argue with decisions, but this is where I yeah. thought, uh, I don't know. I don't think those count. Especially because, like, presumably, if you're Devil Fruit user and get turned into a toy, you can't use your powers, right? Like, correct. So <laughs> that arm just wouldn't exist anymore. That seems like bullshit to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a very weird edge case to just, I guess, heighten the stakes really quick. Yeah, make put, make Usopp alone. I think also. Yeah, but it is very I guess strange. That, that does weigh down on. I didn't consider that. It weighs down on him more that he is there by himself with the dwarves, he, even though yeah, the dwarves would definitely like help. That's the thing. I would rat. If I, it's so strange to me that he doesn't get to grapple with losing Robin of all fucking people after Inya's lobby, of course, but that he's just suddenly like alone there. The thoughts running through his head don't feel like they're grappling with that either. No. It should be a sadder plot beat, and yet here we are. She is. She doesn't get a pact or anything, so she's just watching from the sidelines the whole time. She doesn't start doing slavery or whatever. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Big cliffhanger there. That Robin's turned into a toy. Uh, four seventy four. She's still a toy. I guess that probably lasts a few minutes of just showing her as a toy. Yeah. Because that's all my, my, my notes to say, Robin sure is a toy. <laughs> and then we cut back to Frankie, who is uh, still fighting in a poorly uh, realized space, a liminal space. It's definitely one that had like weird close-ups and stuff in the manga. So oh, you yeah. can like see the full area and then they just had to like, oh, no, what do we do? Uh, colors, toy house. Yeah, it's just the toy <laughs> house, but it's just it's just a liminal fucking space. And, and I don't think it was probably meant to drag out so long or be shown so long or so much, uh, which probably works fine in the manga and is a, a weird weakness when you start to adapt it here. Because it's really just like checking in on Frankie, I guess. I, w I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these Frankie check-ins are just anime only. 
But yeah, he's still holding down the fort. I'm proud of him. Yeah. As much as we 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 dig on these scenes. Uh, yeah. So I, I Luffy believes in Usopp for some reason. We're halfway done with the episode. <laughs> he's running away. That for some reason the dead Tantata also believing in him start to chant his name. And what after like I guess seven minutes of him running away and you know trying to be like shut up, stop cheering for me. I'm awful. He decides to go back. He's on top of a wrecked ship. Uh, probably the one that Treble threw, if I had to guess. But he goes up there and he's like, I was lying the whole time. <laughs> Stop it. And I guess that's supposed to be a, a plot beat, is that he admits that he was lying, which he's never, I don't think, done before. Well, he is the captain of the Straw Hats, and he has like hundreds of pirates. Ten, he has 10,000 crew members 10, behind him, that's men. true. He's, tr- he's never <laughs> lied before. This is the first time he's lied, and he has to admit it. He's not related to Nolan. But yeah, I guess that's the thing, and that doesn't even really hit very strong for me either, even though I acknowledge... I, 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 there's a lot of things about this where I'm like, I guess this is what they're going for, which seems like a good idea on paper. I just The execution just leaves me very cold. I, I feel like the admitting to lying is something that should have happened when he was on the fucked up big bug island with the uh, Toku character. <laughs> Like, maybe yeah i don't know I, or like, I feel like that i feel like that's the moment of where that comes through instead of uh two years after everyone's gotten buffed up yeah because it's because uh <laughs> his big moment in Inya's lobby is just apologizing which he's never done yeah. before this is more like admitting that he talked out of his ass yeah and talked himself up which yeah i don't know it just kind of you know, you know uh, what would be a, a, good, swing and a, miss. a good like a swing and a miss. post uh time skip motivation for Usopp would be like, I'm gonna get my name on that wanted poster. Or I'm gonna get my own wanted poster. I'm not Soga King anymore. Yeah, well I think if he acknowledged something like that, I he's mean a, we he's do get about a good... to get wanted for something, so <laughs> we do get a good good payoff to it still being Soga King, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, he's he's about to get his name on a wanted poster and it's probably not a face he's gonna like, but <laughs> It, it yeah which is i think a, you make a great point that would have been a, a fantastic beat because i think the, i mean sanji didn't really have that either he was just mad about it and there was a good payoff of, of his wanted poster <laughs> yeah. stuff too and still paying off <laughs> it's yes it, it's still but the bart being like oh that don't look like him that doesn't look like sanji i think you're lying to me <laughs> but yeah so this episode ends with usopp showing up admits he was lying he has a little monologue with it and he attacks treble i think probably with uh firebird star or something yeah i don't remember the details but um that's the end of the episode i wrote like five sentences for it because it's mostly uh usopp running away 675 kiros the toy uh is all is you know with luffy and viola listening into that room hears that king riku was in the tournament i don't remember then what the sentence was because it just leads into flashbacks yeah in in, in the middle of all the shit going on <laughs> stakes are real high we need more heroes back backstory even though usopp literally just did a thing finally (laughs) we we gotta get a backstory for for a guy (laughs) it's so weirdly paced out because again like we had that whole episode of usopp building up the confidence to do something and it's like and we'll see that in four episodes let's get some backstory yeah so let's talk about this backstory i guess heroes was what poor in the season in the slums he was fighting people because he didn't have anything else to do to survive. And King Riku shows up and is like, I'm going to give you servitude, intended servitude in the Coliseum. Win a hundred matches and then but, and then you'll but, be free of your Rebecca crimes or whatever. Im- impossible. Someone would die before they could do a hundred battles. There's no that's way true. she could have any connection to the man who did just that. Yeah, exactly. 
I think do we didn't they already say that that's their father? But I don't remember if that's in this chunk or in the last chunk at this point. I, I think it's it's like right here where uh, we we see more about it, but we definitely knew it was him. Yeah, like I he think said I th he's her father, but uh, it seemed pretty obvious before that. I think that was like right at the end of the last chunk. We I did, think so or? as well. I think I think yeah. it was in the last chunk of of Kira saying it. Also, yes, it was very obvious ahead of time. <laughs> but yeah, so I think this is dumb as shit. This makes me hate Riku that this is his decision to help a guy. <laughs> but I guess he killed a guy, and this was like, all right, this is how you make it up. Fighting my Coliseum, and then he's like, "I no one likes me. I, I I sure hope that my own progeny does not go through being hated by everyone in the country as they fight in the arena like I am." Anyway, he's a yeah, he's a heel. <laughs> everyone hates him so much, and the thing is that he wins the 100 matches, and people are not a big fan of him being reintegrated into society, which is maybe, maybe you don't reform people by making them do violence a hundred times. <laughs> Just an idea. Maybe not, maybe not a great idea. King Riku, my guy. Also, uh, who, I don't remember who it is. I think it may be the people who are in the Coliseum in the present time. They're like, Oh, before Doflamingo showed up, this was all for sport. This was never for blood. It wasn't to the death, but people yeah. want, Kiros to fucking die. They want blood at this in this flashback. So that's stupid, but uh he wins a thousand fucking times and doesn't leave. He's just like this is the only place where I can be where people will accept anything about me, which is I you know, effectively sad, but also my brain is just like this is Riku's fault. This is a bad system. <laughs> yeah. Why did they think this was a good idea? Well, if you want freedom so badly, you got to fight for it. He's it's like a jigsaw. Yes. I, I, yeah, it's, it's very, yes, no, um, he wants to play a game, but he, yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I, I get on the surface the idea of, yeah, fight for, fight for your freedom, whatever, prove that you want to do this thing by winning a hundred things a hundred times in a row, but then people watch you do a hundred fights, that's who you are now to them, you're a guy who did a hundred fights, and now a thousand by the end of it, he's nine years. Nine uh, years imagine, he does this. <laughs> and someone like, okay, you got you you murdered some you murdered some guys. Go fight in the Coliseum. Then after a thousand victories, like, huh, that guy yeah, definitely murdered, murdered those people because he's really <laughs> fucking good at it. <laughs> he's good at yeah. fight. <laughs> it's almost like a dumb fucking idea. Uh, but he does that for nine years, and he he finally uh gets taken out of that system when Riku's like, all right, I'm just gonna make you my military commander. And it's like, okay, this, people still hate you. Maybe we should put you in a position where the people can see you do good. Yeah. Nine year gladiator to military commander pipeline. <laughs> it's insane. And then he he becomes the direct protector of Scarlet, Rebecca's mom, the, I don't know, I guess, a daughter of uh, Riku, I suppose. I, I think that's the, the family tree. And he, he protects her. She doesn't like him. But then when he saves her from being kidnapped, she likes him. It's enemies to lovers, classic stuff. Then we have a secret marriage to having a baby pipeline and she, going she on. Also, she also dies in quotations because for whatever reason, they can't be married. <laughs> oh, yes. They, they, just, like, they have to hide they, away because I, I think they, the idea is that royalty, they don't. He's like royalty shouldn't be seen with someone like me because of his history or whatever. He's branded, yeah. you know. Uh, he can't. He can't even vote. If they could vote, there's a monarchy. <laughs> Nobody's voting. I'm assuming, but uh, yeah. So they have they have a secret marriage off in that little house in the flower field, and 
they have they have Rebecca so, the baby. Something that I think is fun that they establish in these flashbacks they they show they show two legs. Li- little Viola and she's just always had her power. Imagine how how much of a fucking nightmare that is to have a ten year old who can just see into your mind and see everything going on. That that is yeah. my worst fear. Like no, a little that, kid she had being an able awful to do- life. Uh, she, no, she made everyone else's life awful until Dothlebeak popped up. I just think of like uh, little kids. Why didn't to she ask- warn them that Dothlebeak was coming? <laughs> I wonder if she has like horrifying like fears about that, like regret and pain, and just like this is all my fault. But I just think of like little kids love to ask those dumb questions you don't want to answer. Like, why do we have dogs? Like, why are there dogs? And you go, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to this kid and just go, I don't know, or be, because something. And then because she's not satisfied, she looks into your head and your head's just going, fuck off, little kid. I don't want to answer your <laughs> questions. They, they just give her like a, a tiny little sea prism stone bracelet. <laughs> not enough, not enough to like make her sick, but enough to make her power network. <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That's a fun bit. Anyways, uh, this episode ends the flashback uh, caps off with Doflamingo's arrival, which we've, seen most of in the in the king riku flashback stuff yeah but now we kind of get to see how kiros fits into it because he was very conveniently missing from all of the other stuff because uh nobody remembers him uh but now we're now we're seeing his life flash before his toy eyes i guess and uh again i don't think i've mentioned he's had two legs this whole time we're gonna see him (laughs) lose that leg and and, which i kind of think is a, a a cool scene uh 676 is picking up right where that flashback left off uh, Doflamingo now in power calls Kiros to him and is like, you know, work for me and you'll be fine. And they put a shackle on him and he's like, I won't work for you. And he cuts off his own leg to get out of that shackle and jumps at Doflamingo and is just instantly turned into a toy. What makes but him special? there was special? no contract made because I guess. Yes. Did, did the like. Sugar child... had to have done it before Kiros. I can't imagine Kiros was the first toy she ever made, but. I guess he was just too fast for her because he just grabs he grabs Riku and just fucking runs. I still think I can think of that or like maybe that's something she like learned later. It's possible because it does. It could be like they say Kiros is the only one. They say Kiros is the only one that doesn't have the contract. And I don't know. Maybe they just killed all the other tests that she did. That's a bleak idea that they're not going to say out loud. But, you know, I I do feel like because she's been with them as long as she's had the power conceivably at least so i imagine a lot of times they're on like the ocean she turns them on toy you just toss them in the fucking ocean <laughs> yeah you do some fucked up die. stuff yeah, yeah you just kill them <laughs> or what i guess jumping in the ocean wouldn't make her power not work because no because this... it's not it's not touching her yeah it's yeah it's a very weird power that leads to a lot of those kind of questions <laughs> Ugh, it's just, I just imagine a toy that I guess probably doesn't have lungs, so maybe they don't drown, they just are conscious at the bottom of the sea forever. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying thought. Uh, unless I'm forgetting something, that they wouldn't answer how Sugar joins the crew. Because I'm just thinking about the fact that she's the body of a kid, been that, she's like technically, what, 26 or something, in her 20s? That he, Doflamingo implied that he's basically known law since he was a kid, so like, I, I can see. That's true. It's when probably we get those flashbacks. It'll be a little, maybe a little more uh, flushed out. Well, like I don't like, remember if Sugar's in those. At the beginning, it's definitely there. Definitely, just seems to be some kind. I think she's old. Yeah, uh, it's probably around the same age. Um, I I definitely get just the kind of thing that he's 
Because it's a constant thing that I've realized, especially playing like the Yakuza games, because I'm on the last one in the main line, is that Mm -hmm. even though there's a new character and a new guy, the main point of conflict in the Yakuza games is the main character going, you guys aren't real Yakuza, you guys don't have like a code of honor and stuff, you guys are just bad guys. That's what happens in One Piece a lot, is Luffy's like, you guys are pirates, but you're assholes, you don't... You don't want to, like, live free. You want to, like, ruin other people's lives. That's fucked up. And not really what pi- being a pirate's about. And I, I get that with Del Flamingo's crew. Is it's, like, this hodgepodge of, like, a family. That's why it's the family. Yes. Yeah. It's just I, I also very... think it's supposed to draw, like, somewhat kind of, like, organized crime thing by calling it a family. But also because, like... It's a little bit of both. This, this, like, weird group of people. It's a little more organized crime. There will be other families that are a little more meant to be family families mirrored later um i also forget i forgot that sugar has a sister uh that is much older than her which answers a lot of my questions <laughs> uh i'm reading the backstory I, i'm assuming this might be on screen or maybe i don't remember it might be in some of the because uh, i mean i've already made it very un, uh, very clear that you know there will be flashbacks that flesh out some of that law stuff um but i don't remember if sugar's in any of those so there i get my questions might be answered on screen if not i'd it doesn't matter. What what if what if part of it was so like when they did flashbacks, you didn't have to come with like a new design. <laughs> it's just that she might still be looks it. like she looked like that fucking Teddy. Yeah, it, fuck it, off. It, in the flashbacks, <laughs> a lot of all, almost all the the executive members have different designs except for Sugar. <laughs> what, I, I, I wanted it to be she, easier on me. Come on. She she got her fruit. I'm guess it it looks like within the first year of meeting Do Flamingo because it said that she she met him at nine and she's stuck at the age of ten. So, yeah. that must be weird. I wonder if she knows her sister's dead. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Where uh, my notes? Okay, so, yeah, so the toy, toy Kiros, in this flashback still, uh, does escape with Riku, King Riku, before uh, any contract is made. You know, they're they're okay, and obviously the kid, the Riku's like, hey, thanks, I don't know who the fuck you are, though, and I don't remember ever having anyone in my life named Kiros. So, that's weird. <laughs> And yeah, he's, you know, Kiros is processing that now as a toy. I think that's pretty effective. Saves Rebecca, which we've seen as well, where he rushes in and saves Rebecca and Scarlet from uh, Steve Tyler, Diamante. It basically just kind of like speeds through those again before the flashback ends. It's like, saves Rebecca, can't save Scarlet. Brings brings, uh, Scarlet's dead body to Rebecca and is like, whoops, fucked up. And uh, I think these scenes are good. Like, this is effective, but like, it's just kind of shotgunned in the middle of Usopp stuff in a weird way. Yeah. And the, and also it's because you have to see this before the toy stuff is done. So you have to see it before Usopp does his thing. Yeah. But also it paced like shit. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but maybe don't have 500 things. <laughs> maybe don't juggle 500 things in one arc. That's my solution. I don't know about that one. Probably. Yeah. I mean... Well, One piece is getting out, smaller. It works out so successfully for prestige television TM. Game of Thrones, the part that makes that interesting is that uh, some of the characters you see like five minutes of the whole season, and then the last episode, like the entire episode was them. And then, you know, that feels good, right? Not fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, you know what's good? At, uh, it doesn't have that many plot threads, but I watched, uh, since we last recorded, I watched the first season of Succession, which I really like. But I think it's really good about having characters kind of like maybe not be on screen for an episode. And then when they come back, you're just like, yeah, no, that's exactly where I thought they'd be. Especially uh, 
There's a character, uh, Greg, cousin Greg, who just really bumbles through life. So whenever he shows up, it just feels like a natural him squeezing <laughs> his way into the scene anyway. But anyways, remember the tournament? Uh, d- you know what? That's um, not done yet. That's not done yet. <laughs> you know, you know, I was like, when I was seeing this stuff, I was going, hmm, I feel like they're revealing more information that they shouldn't be until something is taken care of. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's that's the thing. There's still things not done. And that's and and I guess the timing of this is supposed to make sense because Diamante's about to be like, I shot your mom to Rebecca. <laughs> Which again, I that setup was what, eight episodes ago? Yeah. Now? I would, I my question is answered by the way. Burgess just can do that with his elbow, even though he's lost his uh his armor, because he does it again. <laughs> uh here and here here's the moment that I think is um why all of this is so mixed up and shitty everyone has to lose at the same moment frankie finally seems to be beaten rebecca is crying uh, over you know diamante being like i shot your mom lol um usopp is is been exploded by treble i think yeah usopp is just like dead and stuck and blowed up yeah and he can't he can't do anything he's yeah he's he's tied up law and riku are captured and being you know dragged around by a doflamingo or whatever like all all of these things are are lost like everything seems lost at one specific moment um which i think is why they let everything stall out and get weird (laughs) so it can all line up for this moment it just doesn't work that well in in practice but it all builds up to this moment of sugar being like i can't believe you wanted me to eat this grape so bad how about it must be poison i guess i'll just feed it to you long nose freak and she feeds it to usopp and it's like, man, we're all done now. This is it. Like, the grape's gone. They can't even knock out sugar now. And what happens is that when he eats the way too hot grape, fire comes out of his mouth, and his eyes come out of his head, and the face he makes scares sugar so much that the plan still succeeds. <laughs> it's real Which is, good. It's incredibly funny. It lands as a punchline. <laughs> it does the thing too that I, I love. What that that happens in One Piece sometimes when her eyes pop out of her head, it breaks her it's, sunglass it's the, eye patch. I yes, always love yeah, seeing it's, that. It's happen. the it's the Anel face. <laughs> yeah, and Perona does the face too. Yes, per, yeah, Perona's done that as well. Um, saved for a couple moments, I guess. <laughs> that that's very special face. Here's the question I want to pose to you now. <laughs> Does Usopp get credit for anything? Does he actually get credit for this, you think, in your eyes? Did he save uh, did anybody? He... Did he do anything right? He came back. He admitted <laughs> he was lying. But then he lost the fight. It just came out okay. So he shouldn't get the credit, but he very clearly does get the credit from the worst person to he, he should be getting credit from. <laughs> I agree. But I, I guess, I'm just like, in, in sort of a narrative character progression way, what do we feel like Usopp has gained? <laughs> He 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 admitted that he lied. He gets his ass beat, and it all turns out okay. I guess that's the bare minimum of like. I guess you should. He should not lie so much anymore. <laughs> he should give up the whole lying thing. I don't remember if he does. I couldn't tell you anything Usopp does after Dressrosa. Uh, I, he actually. No, I can. I can't tell you. He keeps lying. <laughs> 
it's a very funny punchline though that it that's why they stick to the grape so fucking much is because it leads to this yeah and uh that's the end of the episode you, you know i i also i also think it's good that they stick to that because any good way to knock out a, t- a physically 10 year old girl that doesn't have bad optics <laughs> like smack your i agree in the bag that with like a giant hammer or something well that's uh, that that's why the that's again why like the grape <laughs> is the idea to begin with i think it's just like yeah you're just gonna scare the shit out of her i'm not gonna <laughs> beat her up even if she's 22 or whatever <laughs> but it is even funnier that it ends up just being like Usopp scares her which is also again like he scared Perona <laughs> with cockroaches or some shit you think he would just whip out some of those moves you know I feel like she would have had a bad reaction to being eating grapes you know her favorite thing in the world to eat in that really fun way she eats those if you'd put Agreed. like bugs in them if you put bugs in her in her food, she'd be like, uh, mm-hmm. "What or what?" Because I think the, the idea is that it just has to be so scary that she passes the fuck out. Yeah, because you know, what, it's like, a high you bar. Put, like you put some like little bugs in the bottom of the bowl somehow. I don't know. Usopp can figure it out. But uh, so when she finishes, she sees that and it's like, uh, did, mm-hmm. "Did I eat bugs?" You know, it's like a fun way to fuck with people. That's kind of mean. Is if they're eating an apple and they very clearly like eating the whole thing. Is go, "Hey, did you ta- remember to take the sticker off?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they're like oh fuck did i <laughs> but you know this is fun i like that Usopp <laughs> is dead also and she and she is just so like horrified at what she saw that she's just dead and yes thing everything that happens with Usopp in this next couple episodes is really fucking funny so i'm kind of like I, again like i'm like all of this stuff's really messy i think it's paced like ass not every not every decision made feels that smart but after after these things start falling into place kind of kind of pays on like a, like a slot machine so um 677 this is when i realized sabo's in the opening he's in the opening which is very funny because you were talking about how they still haven't shown his face but he's i guess he's just in the opening anyway so what's the matter <laughs> yeah but uh sugar is is down now she's unconscious uh trouble's like ah piss ah shit and as we were discussing before, it sure is an alarming experience that suddenly half of the population of Dressrosa is alive again. A lot of them are down here in the port with them, including a lot of the people from the Coliseum, but also a topside, just people being like, I'm not a dog. I'm your husband. And, and it has the exact effect that I thought it would have. All the people were like, oh, fuck, what is going on? How did I forget about my husband for five years? That, exa- that exact question being like, <laughs> I, I, they, they realized that they had forgotten something for a long period of time. And it throws Dressrosa into unbridled chaos, which is kind of Law's whole deal, kind of what Law goes for. Which is funny because he didn't plan for the toy thing. <laughs> no. he did, he, but that was his whole idea with uh, cutting off. The sad production was throwing the, the new world into, into chaos by destabilizing Kaido's, one of Kaido's things. But uh, yeah, so Treble calls Doflamingo and is like, hey, bad news, buddy. Got terrible fucking dog shit news for you. Sugar is unconscious and all the toys are people now. I really think it's, it's really funny when you see Doflamingo and like all a hundred of his snails start ringing. Everyone has problems now. And uh, yeah, everyone's memories are coming back as we talked about. Uh, I didn't really write down any specifics. But uh, they're all like, why did I forget? This is weird. And I guess some of the humans who were toys will probably know and be able to explain it. But uh, Usopp gets a weird little hero moment, I guess. They're like, hey, he did it. Uh, I'm assuming maybe that's Tantata or um, some of the other Coliseum members who were toys and were watching. 
Robin, I guess. She's there. She doesn't do much yet, but she's here. And here's the here's what's important though. And and this is what they were betting on. Everyone does hate Doflamingo when they come back. And a uh, very effective scene. Um, as soon as Kiros turns back into a human, he's already gotten his sword, and he just instantly jumps at Doflamingo to try to kill him. And he cuts yeah. his fucking head off. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> Arc's over. Vardy, Vardy won. Hell yeah. yeah. Good job. It, it's, it's a really effective scene. I fucking love this, this episode, honestly. As much as, as much as I think the timing of the Kiros flashback is dumb when you're watching it, you getting to see him do those two jumps back to back at Doflamingo and one of them work is really good. Viola immediately starts crying because suddenly she realizes a lot of things. She's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> that, that's the thing that's like fucked about it, too, is that they realize that they forgot about a loved one for like 10 years or something. That but is th- horrific. Yeah. Like, and she specifically- gets to be like, but he was here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. As he's jumping at Doflamingo. Uh, Riku also cries as he's remembering this. I yeah, I, I love this moment. He jumps at uh, Doflamingo. And does, does he cut off his head right away in this scene? Obviously, he doesn't kill him. We're, I'm not going to be <laughs> facetious, but um, I think he does immediately just cut off his fucking head. I think him cutting off the head is like at the end of the episode. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, in my notes, I'm at the end of the episode. Because <laughs> it's really just a lot of like beats of people crying. <laughs> Shit's going on. Shit's going on. But yeah, because that, that's all I have for that episode. And then in the next one, 678, Luffy goes in to grab Law. So I'm assuming at some point, I, I'm assuming he hits Doflamingo when he jumps yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. The Coliseum uh, is also a disaster now because half of the audience was toys. And <laughs> Rebecca's, Re- Rebecca's <laughs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I had a dad. Hold on. Wait. And I think, I think, Kir- I think Kir- Kiros was him. And I think that was the toy the whole time. Like she's, I don't think she pieces together that it's the toy. No. But she does remember that she had a dad and then it was Kiros. Yeah. Which is interesting because it happened so young for her. It's been, you know, the majority of her life. She's just been like, I never had a dad. And then she's like, oh, I guess I did when I was young. This is weird. And now that, you know, all the things can happen in Dressrosa, now that the toys are saved, Sabo decides to end the tournament. And what he does is, uh, I, guess, I guess this was a signal that he was waiting on. Or maybe uh, Koala gives him a signal or something. But... He destroys the ring. He just kind of like, he does a hockey attack with his hand and he just uh, destroys the whole fucking ring. The like water in it starts, the water in the moat starts like spiraling into a whirlpool <laughs> because it's like, they're like above the, the, the factory. It's just what he's trying to do is get down there. And uh, he, gra- he gets the fruit also, by the way. He grabs the fruit. He dramatically eats it in the air. He saves Rebecca, takes off the disguise. Lights his fist on fire. It's a beautiful moment. He can do he can do the fire fist attacks. I guess he probably knows how they work pretty well. <laughs> seems like a, he seems like he probably studied it. He intended to get this at some point. Yeah, yeah. He he uses the fire fist attack to destroy the rest of the Colosseum, the foundation, <laughs> and it just yeah, just kind of plummets all underneath, uh, into the port. Yeah, with everyone guarded, he has the fruit. <laughs> there's no point in, like trying to do the actual fight like arena fight anymore yeah like everybody like i don't everybody just kind of gets washed down because everyone's like taken aback by the toy thing sabo basically just sees the opportunity and makes it worse he just like destroys the whole fucking building and uh gets the fruit and uh 
Yeah, no, just makes a straight hole down to the factory. I, I just realized that uh, we didn't really, after, kind of after this stuff, uh, Burgess didn't really do a whole lot, so I don't know what he's up to. And now I'm concerned. I'm scared. Well, I mean, why was Burgess here, truly? <laughs> that, that's that's really what it is. He does not need to be there. It's just like no. added stakes for the fruit. It's, it's the, yeah, but, it's the thing. On paper, the idea of him getting the fruit uh, uh, after Blackbeard has Whitebeard's fruit is an effective idea to play with. You know, it's 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 interesting that he is in the ring. But as soon as Sabo shows up, and even more so after he gets the fruit, forgettable. Not important. Remove him. And I guess he does. He he gets washed away in the sea and just <laughs> do we see him again? Probably. I don't remember. So, uh, Slabo getting the fruit is real real nice. That's real cool. Real good feeling there. Feels really good. These episodes are suddenly very good. It's insane. <laughs> all the suddenly all the things we've been waiting to fucking happen are happening and they look good. <laughs> they can happen. <laughs> they they can happen. Good things a better world is possible. <laughs> all you gotta do is get rid of all the people, all the toys, and return them to people. That's all you gotta do to fix things. <laughs> That's true. That's collective action right there. Um but yeah, so he yeah, he destroys the foundation of the Coliseum while the water rushes down to uh the, the it's right above the factory. And here's what's Again, fucking synergy uh, as all these things happen at the same time. If you remember Hyrudin, the big giant, yeah, who was in the Colosseum, he was a toy. He is now a giant again. He uh, he holds up Usopp as their savior. <laughs> He's like Usopp sacrificed himself to save us and holds up his body as corpse. And behind them, as they're cheering for Usopp, the fa- the ceiling breaks from 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 Sabo's attack. And the light pours in onto Usopp as this heavenly figure. Every, everyone is just like, he's a god. He's god Usopp. This is god Usopp now. It's really funny. It's, it's really great. They're all gonna, they all plan to destroy that factory now. Although it's not, it's gonna get moved in a second, so don't think about it too much. Uh, not, not all, it, something that I just love with it too is Usopp is trying to be like, hey, I'm in horrifying immense pain. Please put me down and yes. things like that. And only some of it is coming out and it's just stuff encouraging them. Yes, it sounds like gospel because they're only yeah. hearing like every other syllable. It's, it's kind of a weird thing to translate to. The, the, yeah. dub, does its, the dub does its best, but um, the syllables that they do hear piece together into like, he tries to say, put me down, I'm dying. But what they hear is essentially, um, I will guide you. But he, he tells them to destroy the factory. He, he, he manages to get those words out, and that's, uh, that's what matters. So everyone's like, cool, they're going to they're gonna go destroy the factory now. That's why that was the whole plan. I guess Usopp gets credit for that. He uses yeah. his power responsibly, even though his bones are broken. <laughs> um, so that's the end of that episode. 679, Sabo and Koala are heading down because they're also... They're trying the, the but, but they explain it to Robin, I think. They're like, yeah, Dressrose has been like funding arms to all these countries and, and groups, so we're just gonna stop it. And that's what's <laughs> happening down here in this port, is they're shipping off weapons and shit that the toy slaves are making. It's so good to see you, Nico Robin, our friend we spent two years with. That's true. Sabo and Koala spent two years with Nico Robin. Burgess is here somewhere. I think he just kind of slinks off. I don't remember seeing him much, but I wrote his name down. Uh, Diamante t- turns his whole body into a flag and flips around. It's very silly. 
uh, Basabo like puts on the rest of his gear. He literally just looks like his ten year old design aged up. Like he's exactly yeah. the same. Top hat, goggles, pipe. Just just like his brother, in fact. His brothers, in fact. Yeah, they're all they're all I mean, it it's classic bit of a character when you age them down just looks the same, but smaller. Yeah. I guarantee you Oda designed adult Sabo first. And oh, yeah. it built him into the backstory. But uh it it works. I like the Sabo stuff. Um but yeah, they meet up with Hack, who is now a fish man again and no longer a toy. And uh Rebecca and Bart are both here. Because uh, Bart was also, of course, in the Coliseum and got flushed down the toilet. So the Revolutionary Army, which is, say, these three, um, they're here to stop the, the weapon distribution. Yeah, I guess I guess Robin meets up with them in a minute. I didn't write her name down. But she's not a toy anymore, so I'm sure she's here. Zoro is now outside of the palace. Remember him? This is the first time we've talked about him today, I think. Oh, yeah, Zoro. He's just, He's like, just a like a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have one brain. <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's outside of the palace now, and he's like, oh, I lost Pika. That's weird. We're going to see what Pika does in a minute. Kinemon, remember Kinemon? He's, ta- he's taking the lift down because he's trying to find Kanjuro, but he's still in that disguise, and the, I think it's the Tantata who attack him, or maybe just yeah. the Pika. Somebody attacks him because they see Doflamingo. They're like, oh, he's here. <laughs> Fuck him up. So he has to be like, oh, nope, nope, I'm not, I swear. Just changes yeah, up. Finally changes his outfit. The, the, you talked about this scene a minute ago. What's next, though? Uh, because Bart's like, wait a minute. Who is this Usopp guy? I don't know him. I haven't seen his poster. It's not on my wall. And he pieces together what he, he thinks, like, Usopp must be Soga King's secret identity. Which is wrong. They're two <laughs> different people. But <laughs> Exactly. They, they just have that weird nose. Yeah. Yeah, no, just similar noses. It's, a, it's an easy mistake to make. But, uh, yeah, no, very funny scene. I love Bart geeking out over these losers every time. I mean, that's how I would act if I saw just the straw hats in real life. <laughs> but holy shit, it's Luffy. You know, I think this would be my reaction if I went to one of those, like, stage events where, like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where, you know, like, the tent is for, like, ten-year-old kids to get a picture of Luffy and Nami and be like, Hey, Mom, look, me... I, I, actually, I'm sure there's plenty of people out of our, our age range that go to those, like, Oh, fuck, I got absolutely. a picture of Luffy. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. One Piece has been around for so long that, like, absolutely, it's very common for people our age or older to be very into the franchise. And I also think that lends to why the material has aged up while we're talking about weapon manufacturing oh, and yeah. dr- drugs and shit it's a not not to invoke um a, a bad piece of media but it's the harry potter thing where the audience aged so the material aged yeah but anyways oh it is gonna meet her soon at uh <laughs> thank god book sales which is also insane to me that he's like the only like comic <laughs> artist that's up there in like book sales yeah. it passed uh <laughs> past batman since we last recorded and i think oh cool. superman's down the road like superman's not far yeah which i wonder how that works with how many batmen uh there are but anyways i I just read the headline i didn't read the details so let's check back in on kiros who's up there fighting everybody and uh he just kind of instantly beats buffalo and baby five like we don't need to see them fight again really uh he saves king riku Lo- uh luffy is trying to get uh law's cuffs off but of course there's see prism stone so he's him and viola both can't really do much about it but I got bad news for you. Doflamingo is still alive. The arc is <laughs> not over. I never would have thunk it. This body is made of string. <sighs> yeah. Yes. We'll, yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. And uh, Pika 
is here now. He has become part of this room and starts to just rearrange everything, separates everybody. And Gladius is here. I don't know why that matters. I think Doflamingo mentioned something about a birdcage. That's probably fine, right? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a thing to be stressed out about, <laughs> I don't think. Anyways, that's the end of the episode, though. I guess this, the, the cliffhanger is him being like he's going to do some birdcage shit, whatever that means. And Law being like, oh, shit, no. Uh-oh. Yeah, Law being like, oh, god damn it. I know what this is. No one else does. Always a bad sign. This episode's going to be short, I guess, because no one thing actually happens in these episodes. Um, uh, but because we got two left to talk about. 680 is the first of these two. Treble and Diamante are guarding the factory, which is funny because it's about to move. Uh, but they're guarding it for now, so nobody can get into it while it's there. I look at that. Uh, gee, how come uh, Oda lets this arc have two Doflamingos? Because there's a second Doflamingo here. Um, and it attacks Kiros. Uh, Luffy protects it, but then they're all separated again. And uh, yeah, there's, so th- there's two Doflamingos, because one of them is a, a puppet made out of string. He just has so much string, he's able to make a double and, and to, do all, to take all these attacks for him. <sighs> That's... Uh... You, you know, it's not a good sign for uh, the fights later. Um, we see him use the body double a little bit here. That's concerning. Yeah, it makes me go, oh, no. Combos, baby. It's, it's a very interesting idea to just have a second Doflamingo. I remember you seeing, I remember you seeing this in Burning Blood and I, just being like, oh, does that stress you out? Probably. That he has <laughs> a move that he does that. Kind of like Robin does. All those things aside... Doflamingo definitely, like, makes a second him and is like, damn, I'm hot, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> he definitely is like, look how fucking jacked I am. And, like, I'm just a fucking huge dude. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Why well, have a mirror when you can duplicate yourself? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, uh, gee, how come almost you have two Doflamingos? Uh, also, this is the plot of the prestige. It's just there's two of them, but one is made of string. Pika. Pika now decides to make the castle into a dumb fun house, and it just literally ejects all of the good guys out of the fucking building. Um, yeah, to... Pika's a Jojo. Uh... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you kind of just gotta feel it. You can't really think about Pika's power too much. <laughs> Pika, because... Sugar, and Gang are Jojos. That's, and Doflamingo is literally a, a Jojo. Like, one of the Jojos has basically similar power. <laughs> Yes. Jolie's yeah, power no, is string. <laughs> I just is, made that is connection. A, it is a little. What's what's her stand called? I don't remember now. Um, but yes, no string string power. I can't remember. Sto- is it stone stone free? Stone free maybe. I can't remember what she yells in the video games. I think it's stone free. I get, but I guess you're looking it up. Um, it is. Yeah. Got it. Uh, however, his second his his body double is uh the string is unraveling because he's going to make something else. Uh, spoilers. It's uh, whatever the birdcage is. And also, another thing he's doing, part of which I, I think is part of the birdcage, it might be separate, uh, that string is just kind of going around to control a lot of people in Dressrosa. The range is way too fucking big. Do- Doflamingo is way too fucking strong. His power is broken. And you don't even know half of it yet. But it starts to control a lot of marines specifically, who just kind of start swinging on people. Notably, Fujitora notices it and stops it. So thank God. Don't want to imagine this arc if Doflamingo had control over Fujitora. I imagine just Dressrosa would lift out of the water and fly away. I don't know if Fujitora is that strong, but it's a very funny visual to imagine. Some other things are getting up and flying away, though. Uh, Pika is able to just kind of restructure the whole island a little bit. 
So yeah, <laughs> the palace moves really high up into the air on a pillar of of stone, whatever, and. And all the other things that matter get moved with it. And they kind of turn into this weird staircase where everything's in a straight line moving upward. So the palace is this, like, highest point, And uh, um, because it's moving, so is the flower field. Uh, the factory goes up there, too. And I think, I think it's just those things, the palace and the factory, are really what matter. But they kind of turn into the staircase. Suddenly, there's kind of a sense of place with Dressrosa. I, it didn't really have a good one before. You kind of... You kind of knew what was on top of each other. You knew, okay, the Colosseum is here. I guess the factory's below it. And then there's the palace and the port under that. But, like, outside of that, top side, who fucking knows? You don't really get to see it all at once in, in, a, in, a, in a very understandable way. I'm not going to say this fixes all of those problems, but it does streamline a lot of things. It gives you a clear sort of, like, okay, characters are going to be moving upwards. And you're gonna kind of you're yeah. gonna know that you're gonna understand that they're moving upwards towards their goal, which makes it all especially because they're starting at the bottom underneath where the Colosseum was. So you get you have a very clear sort of visual understanding of progress. As uh, some characters will start further down the line, obviously. I mean, Luffy's everybody that was Luffy is gonna be up there a little bit higher, and they'll split up. And uh, yeah, so that's that's that that's established now. And Doflamingo gets on the on the big uh, the big TV screen, the big phone, and says, "Hey, it's Fortnite time. Let's chug jug, gamers." <laughs> Not really. He says that he's he's putting a cage around the the island, and he's like, "This is a timer. You have to kill me before it closes, or else." There's one other way to win the game, though. You kill the people I don't like. <laughs> you kill my enemies. Uh, I believe we get the actual list of people in the next episode. Yeah. Which is 681, the last episode we're going to discuss today. Record time, <laughs> we are episode. <laughs> well, you know, on like six minutes of things happening is what you get. It's, it's easier Absolutely. to talk about. <laughs> That's true. Which is kind of what I figured might happen. Because the thing, we're already watching like, what, 12 episodes a session. Kind of hard to feasibly <laughs> yeah. do more than that. But then you still get an hour and a half of episode out of it. Uh, but 681, I think this is a very fun cliffhanger episode do we get the visual is oh, before i start did we get the visualization of the birdcage do we see it i'm not I sure i don't remember because because my notes say that you know before the the cage closes but i don't know if we see a wide shot of like all of it um i think we yeah we do get a shot of like showing that the whole island is covered and people being like ah oh, fuck we're trapped <laughs> yeah uh, it's a very cool visual. I didn't write much down about it, which is why I'm unsure. This is saying 680 is when he he does it, so I guess maybe we've seen a couple shots of it. I, I think it's a great visual, which is why I, I figured I would have written it down. I do love that the wiki's like, Bucky could stop it. Bucky's <laughs> immune to this power. <laughs> That's true! It's, it's well, factual true! You can escape it if you can't be cut, so Bucky's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky should have been here. You know, if Buggy would join the crew, things would go so much more smoothly. Oh, I agree. Absolutely agree. No one's better at failing upwards. And no one's better at beat. And Luffy's the best at beating the shit out of the things in between him and moving upwards. So, like, the, you know, match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, last episode, 681. I'll, new, everybody's kind of meeting up on their new groups, you know, kind of deciding what <laughs> they're going to do now that the arc is a different arc. Kinemon meets up with Sabo. Obviously, Hinamon still has one fucking goal that he has not made any progress on, but 
he's with Sabo for now. The, the Dantada are all reunited here, and they're alive. So that's great for them. Yeah. And Doflamingo now reveals his target, which I immediately question, how did he make this video? That's what I was thinking this whole fucking time. Who made these graphics? How does it, the, these updated designs, especially for Sabo, how the fuck does he have this picture of Sabo and Frankie? Oh. <laughs> how I guess do you do it? I guess they've just got cameras all over. He has a guy who can do it. Yeah, he... <laughs> Hire the guy who makes, like, WWE entrance videos, because it's got, like, <laughs> flames in the background. It's so cool. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun bit. It, it, it was showing... It's, it's, yeah, that's a good comparison of, like, just the, like, promo thing of, like, versus. It's so good. Uh, I, I like his, his rankings. There is something that happens before this that I want to know if they did it differently in the dub, if you can remember. One, uh... When Bart is standing there look, trying to be like, ah, is that, is that a Soga King? Like, he looks like him. And he goes to talk to Robin. And at first he goes, Robin, can I be your slave? Which I go, I, I get it. I, I, I feel you, man. And then he goes, hey, hey, is, is that Soga King? Is that Usopp? Like, what's going on? And then she's like, yeah, that's, no, Soga King's just Usopp. But I want to know if the dub had Bart go, can I be your slave, Robin? Oh, that he says something. I don't remember if the word was slave now because it's been a while since I've watched the episode. But they do a similar joke, if, even if it's not the same word. It, it's the same vibe. Yeah. I don't know. A servant, maybe, or something like that. Can I serve <laughs> yeah. you? No, they, I mean, they, they do the bit. I just don't know if they use the word slave. <laughs> As like other people are like, you're weird. Like Sabo's like, you're weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it, it is weird. <laughs> the hacked fisherman's like, how the fuck does this guy hurt me? <laughs> yeah, no, he is. He's, he's embarrassed that he broke his hand fighting Bart. <laughs> but yes, no, that, that scene is great. I, I'd actually forgotten about that. So let's talk about Doflamingo's targets then. And uh, there's, there's different tiers there's each one being worth more money. He's like, look, everyone in Dressrosa is a bounty hunter now. And this is how he's, this is Doflamingo's way of getting around the fact that everybody hates him and how everything's his fault is turning them against themselves and notably against the people trying to save their country from him. I, I pulled up actually uh, the everyone's rankings under <laughs> Doflamingo for their bounties because they get like a hundred million per, like, Based on the ranking, so there's one star, two star, and three star. I just I I like I I like the set. The one star is Rebecca, Robin, Kinemon, Viola, and Frankie. Mm -hmm. uh, the two stars is Zoro and Kiros. Three stars are Sabo, Luffy, Law, and King Riku. However, <laughs> and Usopp dead on the ground is like ah, thank God they forgot about me. <laughs> And Doflamingo's like, there's one guy I haven't forgotten about. <laughs> because there, there's, there's, there's one uh, 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 that transcends the star ranking. He got the five-star wanted level in Grand Theft Auto. That means the army's coming in with their tanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the god Usopp. <laughs> Usopp the god. It's so fucking funny. The hoop god. <laughs> It's so funny that he's just got Usopp now. That's his whole brand. <laughs> <Yeah>. Instantly. 
Especially because nobody knows who he is. Like, it's not like yeah. he had a wanted poster ahead of time with an epithet. So he's just given yeah. God at his epithet's now God from from these dumbass circumstances. So that's great. And yeah, no, Usopp, who's already dead. His body is is frail. All of his bones are broken. His his skin is paper. He is now the most wanted man in Dressrosa. But yeah, no, how did he get that picture of Sabo? That's really, that's a good question. That, how does he know his uh, name? I, how does he know his name? <laughs> that too. I mean, I guess the idea is that, uh, I, I, I'm given because it's who, who gives a shit, of course, is the answer. It's a show for 12 year olds. I agree. But it's also really it's funny, funny to think about because I wish I was Doflamingo's video editor because it's apparently a fucking re- regular job. I mean, it's probably an arena worker, you know, some guy who does the graphics for the Coliseum. Um, he, cause we saw that for, uh, like true. He has all a guy, of them, yeah. but I just, I, I, the, the pressure put on you to fucking throw these together. You definitely got some like presets and everything, but man, I guess the idea is that I imagine there's ops, there's like, uh, video, video transponder sales all over, uh, dress Rosa yeah. who can like spy on everything. Um, at least the important parts, which is why, also why they needed disguises. Uh, but damn, yeah, how does he just know who Saba is? Yeah. It's, and also, yeah. they didn't reveal that he was Sabo. Like, we, I think as the audience, we were supposed to be 100% sure until Sabo took off the Lucy disguise. So there's also that. Like, of course you're gonna fucking know. Um, uh, yeah, of course you know. But yeah, but it is I, I do think it's interesting they don't name drop him until he like takes everything off. And he's like, yeah, it's me, Sabo. It's me, Sabo, your best friend. I've been here the whole time. Yeah, so the all all the women that are wanted are only one stars. <laughs> There's that too, yeah. Which, I, yeah, I mean, Viola seems like she should be two stars if Kiros is. Uh, same like with Robin. Same level. I I think Robin. Robin should and too. maybe Rebecca. Re- Rebecca, I understand because I feel like Doflamingo of all of them has a perfect understanding of what her limitations are. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because then two stars are only Zoro and Kiros, and then there's a bunch of three stars. Those are kind of weird. But uh, yeah. No. Then uh, God Usopp, uh, praise be. And that's yeah. That's really the stakes now. Is that they're all wanted by randos even though they wanted everyone to be on their side. Now that the people are free, the toys are freed, it's really just about beating Doflamingo and destroying the factory. And there's a bunch of fucking chaos to kind of sort through <laughs> as they're going uh, towards those goals. And uh, yeah, before this episode ends, we kind of we, we get some people getting into motion for that. Uh, Kinemon is trying to find Kenjuro still. That's his goal. So he's, I guess I forgot about that. But he's, um, he's headed down to the scrap heap which is where I guess he should be, where all, all the, the, the uh, he's one of those prisoners there. I guess it was where he's last seen, because Gladius said he was missing. Frankie, I don't remember what happened to him in between being basically beaten and now, but he's headed to the factory again, and uh, he's being chased by some former toys. And Doflamingo uh, gets Treble and Diamante to come back up to the palace, so he's going to have more protection there. Bummer. Yeah. Uh, the, the Usopp team, which I don't know why I called it that, uh, cause he's well, dead. He's the God. He's the God. Usopp the God. But, uh, yeah. So what, who, who is all with him then? Uh, like the revolutionary army people, Robin, Bart, but and all Rebecca, of those. Yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. So all of those are, uh, all those people are trying to leave the underground. They're, uh, so they're, there's, there's a big ramp of destruction leading up back towards the, 
but where, where the the factory left because they left a path leading upwards and uh luffy calls him on the phone everybody kind of gets on the same page of the plot of what the plans are as luffy is on the phone the, the kind of the cliffhanger of the episode is him being like yeah i don't know where that toy went but now there's a guy here and i think it's your dad rebecca <laughs> so I, yeah it's kind of the, the cliffhanger i guess here is her learning that the toy uh was was her dad the whole time <laughs> i don't know if they mention the statue they do or, yeah they're like they do he's okay. like yeah the statue that's your dad <laughs> yeah he was also this toy he's cool he's got one leg uh yeah he he says a little bit more i'm reading the wiki now and it's explaining he's like sorry you couldn't eat that fruit but we're still gonna beat doflamingo so don't worry yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna kick his ass for you remember when he he said that he was gonna kick someone's ass for a girl with not with strangely colored hair in a country like 552 episodes it, ago? it's true i do remember that i'm try, i was trying to think of how many times he'd done that but i i'm guessing <laughs> it's probably just twice he's told a lot of people he'd kick their ass so yeah but that's uh that's it god the 500 million man uso land <laughs> great episode title all of these things have set up and they're going to happen for what 50 episodes 70 episodes a long time i think it's exciting you know things are moving again. it is things are moving this again. is very exciting when uh do flamingo was like yeah you gotta <laughs> i'm gonna fucking kill everyone unless you kill me or these people <laughs> that's that's it's fun those, those are some those are some bad guy stakes right there that's you know he's a bad guy that's true now i know i wasn't sure before you know i still think he might join the crew yeah i think so it's very funny to me the idea of i'm gonna kill everybody unless you can kill me first and that should be like yeah of course isn't that always assumed? <laughs> but I, it, yeah, I, no, his, I like that it's like laid out right there. Like, and uh, him shifting the island is a good way to like give a fresh like. To need, the arc needed it. The arc needed it. You, you need a new location. Um, it's why uh, after the second Yakuza game, they they put you in different parts of Japan because. You can't just spend six fucking games in one city. I've played all those games, and I understand the reference. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this this arc desperately needed some ch- some some change like that because the arc has a few clearly defined goals. Being able to just put them next to each other in a straight line works, and because of Pika's power. Like, maybe that was the plan the whole time, because it really feels like the arc is split into two halves. And when I was making this, uh, the, the spreadsheet of uh, how I wanted to split all these episodes up, I really looked at it as, like, the half with the Coliseum fights and the half with the birdcage. And this chunk that we just did is kind of this transition where the Coliseum ends and the birdcage starts. So now we're, we're you know, we're getting into the, the part where all this shit's going to happen and a bunch of fists are going to fly at each other. And the pacing isn't really going to get better, but I think, uh, you know, based on just these episodes, maybe it'll be a little bit more engaging. Uh, so we'll get your predictions as always at the end of the episode after we do our plugs. Uh, did you have any other sort of takes or, uh, or feelings about these episodes? Just, or good stuff? Pacing aside, Dress Rosa sure is fun. That's what I got to say. Uh, it's all really cool. 
even if it's paced weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like all the ideas on paper. Is is the the thing that I always think about when I wish Dress Rosa was better. I'm very. This is the arc I'm the most curious about One Piece. Um, and and curious about checking it out maybe one day. Uh, or like I don't know. It's way too long for a movie, so it's not like that would ever happen. But this is or like a One Piece Kai, which I think we've talked about maybe on the Patreon before. An idea yeah. of them. Of doing basically one pace or reanimating stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I like so many of the ideas on paper. It just feels like maybe three too many. And it causes the pacing to be very strange. Yeah. But I like the ideas. Anyways, that being said, uh, Jory, where can people find you on the internet? Outside of Googling Jory, because you're the only one. If you, if you Google Jory, you'll find a bunch of false prophets. Mm. So what you got to do is you got to go to twitter.com and don't don't type it the URL cuz you're probably on a phone so you're not if you're using browser twitter on your phone I don't know why you're doing that. Um I I've known people to do that so they <laughs> use twitter less. That makes sense. That's fair. That's the only reason I can think of. Uh or or if you have like a $50 phone and that has like no room for apps that also makes sense but yes. If you're doing that, I don't know. I probably don't like twitter that much anyway. Um, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, you go to Twitter, you type in no, I'm Jory in that search bar and you'll find me. That's me. Um, some random weirdo m- may pop up, but that's not me. They're a locked account that, that has, no, they're not even locked. They just have not tweeted ever, <laughs> have no followers and are following nobody. So I don't know why the account even exists. Uh, but you can find me there. Why we'll tweet. Um, I'm, I'm funny. On, on twitter.com if you want or you can see stuff that's going on or you know the most important thing you'll see a cute dog hell yeah he, he's a, he's a cute boy it's true i can vouch for this what about you you can find me on twitter ghost of joe ghost of j o and uh i'm on another podcast called uh about to say we are watching one piece another podcast called got it memorized uh which is now currently covering neo the world ends with you if you're if you've somehow missed it from any other plugs i've done or never checked it out uh got it memorized is a a comedy centric recap podcast it started covering uh kingdom hearts and doing jokes about it and uh we did all the kingdom hearts did the world ends with you did final fantasy 10 and 10 2 did season one of twin peaks and we'll go back to finish twin peaks after we uh finish the sequel game of the world ends with you we we did the first three episodes on the demo, so it's a very fun experience of having no fucking clue what's going on. Uh, and the next time we record that podcast, presumably I will have beaten the game. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, that's a, that's a fun little before and after thing. But uh, yeah, we like we like the world ends with you world, the characters, a lot of a lot of fun voices we get to do because that everybody in those that those games are just fucking guys. They made up guys. <laughs> So some fun stuff, fun stuff over there. Yeah, that that that's my plug for this time. Got it memorized. Um, also on the same network as this uh, this very podcast. If you want to go to theorangegroves.com and uh, find you know find a show if you're looking for something new to listen to, uh, some good stuff to check out there. You can join the Discord server for the whole network. Links at the bottom of the page. You can chat about this show there. There's a channel called We Are. Use spoiler tags if you want to talk about stuff uh, that we haven't covered yet on the podcast to be at Wano or a uh, whole cake or something else. But, um, yeah, no, oh, the love Ace l- novel. Maybe 
Yeah, I've seen some people talking about the Ace novel uh, lately, which I, I saw. I saw just a volume two at a store recently, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to buy that." But yeah. cool. Uh, I know. I know. Plakwas has told me that at least the first Ace novel has no spoilery thing. So like, when we run out of <laughs> Patreon stuff for like, I don't know. Even though it's a ways away, I still keep things like, "What do we do when we get like close to caught up? Do we like wait for the arc to end or like?" Like, if Wano's not wrapped up by the time we're, like, in Wano, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance that it will be, but I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll figure it out. It might. It also might just end by the time that, like, in the middle of us covering it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, we, we, we've had some ideas. It'll definitely be a thing that we'll figure out when the time comes, but. I also don't know how to read, so that's, like, a fear with the Ace Light novels. Even though yeah, Light novels like like, 80 pages. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're very light. Um, I read the, the Final Fantasy novella for Got It Memorized, and it took me, like, a couple hours, but it was the middle of the night, and my brain set on fire because the book is awful, and, like, <laughs> translated from French into, like, from Japanese to French to English. Mmm. So, no, terrible time. Uh, very funny episode we made. There's a god named Kush. But, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, yeah. The, um, maybe, yeah, maybe we can do book club over on the Patreon at some point if, if more people uh, want us to do it as we get further down the road. I think um, we just did 3D2Y last month on the Patreon. We did a commentary track for that little uh, special episode that is a length, or, length of a full-length film. And this month, I'm not sure. We might be doing, we might be doing some Foxy filler arc. To be honest with you, I'm not a hundred percent sure because uh, some things got moved around. Because there's some stuff I just can't find to watch. Yeah, I was gonna say the ones we have on the schedule that we have not done are episode of Luffy and episode of Mary. Yeah, I haven't been able to find episode of Luffy. I have to look for Mary. I believe Mary is mostly recap stuff, reanimated. But mm. um, that's that's always a nice little thing to do anyway. But, um, yeah, there's that. I imagine episode of Skypea we can do whenever, even though it came out much later. But I imagine it's just Skypea in a movie form. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But I, I know that the Foxy stuff is on our to-do list eventually anyway. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's over there at our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash WeAreWatchingOP. Uh, you give us a dollar a month or more if you really like us. You, you, you really want to help us out. Um, if you really keep, want us to smoke weed with Luffy, because that we don't also, have any other goals. Is, we don't have any other goals. So. And we still don't really know what that means, but we will figure <laughs> it out if that happens. Yeah, so that, that, that's our current only goal. I don't know if maybe down the road we think of another one. Maybe you, you have a suggestion, you can suggest it to us and we can uh say no or um, maybe it's good. Who knows? But uh, you give us a dollar or, or more a month. Uh, greatly appreciate any amount. Uh, but you get these episodes early, a couple days early, in, in in a separate Patreon feed. Uh, in that feed, you will also get the bonus episodes we put out one a month. Sometimes commentary tracks, sometimes discussions like these, but for filler arcs, um, or some other stuff. If you've never, and we've done we did some videos before uh, last year. So if you've never joined, there's a there's a quite a bit there for you to go check out. Yeah. That's there. Uh, Patreon.com slash we are watching OP. And I'm going to, when I edit this episode, say all of the names of our wonderful patrons here. Hey, everybody. You can probably guess that it's me this time, not Jory. 
thank you to Adam B, Adam W, Andrew, Anton, Anxious Dust, Ashok, Becca, Ben, Captain Moki, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Equus, Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Hayden, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson, Jalen, Jamie Ziz, Joe D, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Logan, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Mark, Marcus, Matthew, Mick Foley, 299, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, Roger, Ryan, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Vedaki. Thank you all so much. Wow, great job, me. That was a great reading of all those names. Those are all great people. If you're not on that list, canceled. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you. We still, yeah, no. we still like you. Yeah, I, I like everyone who listens, but I like patrons and people who give us five stars on uh, iTunes most. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if you don't, if for whatever reason uh, everyone's situation is different, I'm not gonna judge. Just give us go give us a good rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever. There are it's there called. are other there are other free ways to support a podcast you like, and it includes five star review on iTunes or telling your friends who might like the show. Just tell them to start it like Jaya. Uh, we get we get good at podcasting after doing it like ten times, which is to say a year. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, what else is it? Our our Twitter is also we are watching op. I already said the Discord. And uh, we we did our individual plugs, but I think it's just time for you to get your predictions on on the record. What happens next? Well, what's what's gonna happen is Doflamingo unleashed his evil plan, the Birdcage, and there's gonna be, uh, it's gonna it's turned into Fortnite Battle Royale. Uh, and what's yes. gonna happen is, um, they're gonna incapacitate just about everyone except for Sabo and Luffy and Usopp, because Usopp's like buried underground or something where no one can get the him. The god. The god, the god Usopp. L- Luffy and, um, Sabo are gonna be back to back surrounded by a bunch of strong bad guys who are all after him, including, uh, all those people in the arena who, who did not, either did not like Luffy or, you know, they weren't there for good reasons in the first place, so they want that money. Uh, they're they're going to be surrounded by him. But then, because it's the birdcage, somehow it summoned every bird bird fruit user. Um, there's going to be, like, Holy the guy shit. who ate the pelican pelican fruit, the guy who ate the pigeon pigeon fruit, the guy who has the, the crow crow fruit. Just every single one of them is going to be there. And they're going to be like... Uh, this is a birdcage, so we just have to be here. And you know what? That straw hat guy is right. We gotta fuck up Doflamingo. Uh, so it's it's gonna, like, flip around, and it's gonna be from the perspective of Doflamingo, and it's gonna be like Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, but with <laughs> bird <laughs> devil fruit users oh. chasing after him. And uh, I, I heard I heard it left, like, the voice actor for Doflamingo, like, actually scared of birds. Uh, from from how horrible it was doing those lines. Yeah, yeah. He he tried to quit halfway through. I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all true. That's what happens next time. <laughs> yeah, no, you've never been wrong before. That, in- that nope. includes uh, this. So that'll be what we're talking about uh, in t- two weeks on the podcast. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And uh, until next time, <laughs> to be, to be. Continued. Continued.